0: The Democrats have a really bad hypocrisy problem right now. They they have like a glaring hypocrisy issue that I feel like the neocons had the same problem in like the 90s ish.
1: What is the hypocrisy problem that you're describing?
0: with old Mike Boudet.
1: Your new buddy? My new bud. Who you were briefly engaged we were in a Twitter that. war yeah. with.
0: And then he realized. I wonder if he remembers that we had email correspondence years ago. He probably doesn't.
1: Yeah. You've gone all in on Twitter.
0: Yeah, I've gone all in on Twitter. And I don't know. I, I don't know. Get uh, closer. I hope that it leads to us having some more exposure. Um you know i i I used to have listened to my podcast, not a huge fan in the bio, whereas now I just have a link. Do you right. think it makes any difference? I don't think
1: anybody gives a shit
0: we're definitely people definitely are clicking on it though I mean there's no way they're not you know
1: I don't know yeah, I mean conversion to- is so bad on Twitter that I don't know that it, that goes anywhere really
0: yeah, but you're gonna get. It probably, it's probably not huge, but some people are definitely clicking through.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's... I've sort of discovered, like... I've looked through a lot of my followers. I don't have a huge Twitter following. But I do have an acceptable ratio, unlike other people in this room. And I've noticed...
0: <laughs> well, I just started. That's why my...
1: But your ratio is bad because you're following too many people and you're trying to build a following by following people. No, I'm
0: not. I'm not trying to build a following by following people because most of the people I follow are not people that are going to follow me back. It's mostly like celebrity type people that I follow. I just want to... I'm like trying to get into it and like learn about it, you know? And so far, like especially listening to Bridget talk about it, it seems like the surest way to like get attention is to comment
1: on... Well, that was true. In the past, because it was much more open, and there were less people chiming in. Yeah. But now, if you look at anyone famous's replies, there's, there's no like way you're going to get... I get, get
0: huge responses. Like, I replied to an MSNBC thing last night, and I've got like a 100-something likes. Yeah, I mean, sometimes shit.
1: you'll get that, but those don't really convert those into followers. Those don't convert into followers, right? It's just likes.
0: Well, So what converts into followers, then?
1: Uh, It's... That I don't know, but I don't. The, what was happening when Bridget was building her audience is different than now. Yeah. Like Twitter has matured and it's kind of a different environment. A
0: weird word to use for Twitter. Yeah,
1: but it has. And like I, I think I was saying, I've noticed a lot of my followers, even though I don't have a huge number, uh, are listeners. Because uh, I go through and I'm like, they follow me and they follow you and they follow like Adi. So it's a strange, ma- but I don't know who they are. So right. they're, they're listeners, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and I've, yeah. I've figured out who they are. But I did, if anyone on Twitter is interested, on my if you go on my profile, I made a list.
0: Oh yeah, I saw that. Yep.
1: And I've added people from the show to it. And then I'm sure I left people off. So feel free to also add people to it. Yeah,
0: of like people that are involved.
1: Yeah, so go on there and you can get a nice Twitter feed of everybody who has been on or who has been vaguely related to Darechosen. Yeah, but Isaac got into a fight with Mike Boudet of Sword and Scale because he saw something that you posted on yeah, Mike I, Cernovich tweet. Well, so,
0: yeah, somebody posted a video of. Um some people looting an apple store some young black kids looting an apple store right and you know of course it's the expected litany of racism and people on the you know sort of right side of the spectrum saying of course of course they are you know and uh i understand that reaction of course and i I'm obviously not actually pro stealing, but I said something like, look, it's something
1: very anti-corporate. Yeah. It's
0: Apple. You know, we're, we're supposed to sit here and feel terrible that Apple is being looted. Right. Like, first of all, it's basically a victimless crime. Secondly, even the victim, as Delicious Tacos pointed out, uh... Even the victim is sort of asking for it. They're, you know, shoving these advertisements down our ads, down our faces 24 7, indebting people to go buy their super expensive products. Simultaneously, they have no security. Yeah. <laughs> their store you're gonna have a store full of like hundreds of thousands of dollars of ultra expensive stuff that you're shoving in people's faces that they can't afford and then you're surprised that people are just walking in and taking the problem what do you think is gonna
1: happen the the problem is the victim will eventually be the low-paid retail Uh, workers sure
0: exactly so totally so i i I completely understand from a systemic standpoint you should never be pro stealing or shoplifting i'm certainly not saying that i'm just saying
1: looking at these guys as they're not stealing from a mom and pop
0: right and you know looking at them is in this racist lens of oh look at what black people constantly stealing shit it's like come on man you know black people this is i'm seeing this through the lens of like robin hood a little bit they're stealing from the rich giving to the poor here like it's not if these were white people i seriously don't think all these you know white people i'm sure they would be mad but white people do show like this in other ways. And, yeah. I, you know, these Republicans aren't like, oh, look, this is a symbol of the, you know, failure of that community. Yeah. It's kind of like, come on, man. Yeah. They're like, it's it's Robin Hood-esque a little bit. Like, you know, you, are you really going to be that sad? Somebody stealing from the largest corporation on earth? Like, you know, I get it. I understand Boudet's point. You, you don't want to. Um, of course, this is not OK behavior, but it's just like, what are they really reacting to? Are the people really mad about that, or are they just racist right. basically you yeah. know i mean i I am the last person in the world to sit here and point racist finger at people, and I'm certainly not doing that with Boudet. I love boudet, he and I don't think he's racist at all Well
1: but I don't think his point was about that yeah. either. But yeah. there was, you know, it's a Mike Cernovich right reply right. thread. It's a Mike and Cernovich reply. That guy is not a good actor, and it's just
0: Mike Cernovich. Who the hell even knows or cares? Um, I mean, he. I don't understand what he really. I don't. I don't get his. Thing he has at all.
1: zero charisma.
0: He certainly has zero charisma.
1: Like anytime you see him, I mean, he's good at Twitter, it's but at Twitter. But that's about it. Oh. Like when you actually get an experience of him. Have you ever seen him like completely fuck up on InfoWars? No. When Alex Jones is trying to throw to a clip and he just and Mike Cernovich like interrupts and you can see Alex Jones visibly get upset. No. It's quite entertaining. We should watch that. Yeah. I'll 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 look for it later. Um, but and Mike Cernovich has gotten people fired for like stuff they post on Twitter. He's just a fucking he seems of shit. like
0: a whiny dweeb. Yes. Like he seems like I'm gonna like you know all these people are fucking Alinskyites, man. Yeah. They're all just shit throwing, mud slinging people who. Yeah. wait around for something they can throw at the other side that shows that they're being hypocritical. And it's just so boring. It's like, how would would, you say something? I wouldn't mind it if
1: they didn't whine so much. It's the whining about other people making fun of them that I don't, it's like, if you're going to go around and talk shit about people, fine. I think that's fine. But you can't also whine and cry when people do it to you. Yeah. And
0: that's why James O'Keefe is great. James O'Keefe is so not a whiner. Like, yes. he do, he does his shit, he doesn't whine, he doesn't sit in, like, you know, yeah, he doesn't play the, like, meh, you were mean to me, and now I'm mean yeah. to you game, like Cernovich, or, like, a lot of these guys. Yeah, And so he's, sort like, he just does his shit, and he just keeps doing it, and it's great. And people try and X him out because he's an actual journalist. I mean, the thing is, you can't really blame a Cernovich, and you can't really blame... Um, I mean, if you're going to shut out right wing journalists or even independent journalism at all, if you're going to shut that out from the mainstream media, you're going to have a million Mike Cernoviches. That's what's going to happen. So if, until the mainstream sources start hiring people besides, you know, uh, leftists who went to Harvard, Mike Cernovich
1: is not, it's not like he had this journalism career that he was shut out of. He's, he's, he's up to dirty tricks. Like, right, but he, so is
0: he, the, the, the. And CNN's not up to doing well, tricks. And yeah. what
1: about that all day long? But my point is, is like Mike Cernovich does shit where he finds a tweet uh, yeah. from somebody. And from some crazy person, we yes, Well, not he, even from some crazy tricks. person. He goes and he finds obvious jokes. And gets, yeah, he he attempted that. He did that to James Gunn. He's the reason James Gunn got fired temporarily. He's the reason Sam Cedar got yeah, kicked he off. He does MSWC. the Media
0: Matters. He does Media Matters, but the other direction, right? Media That's what Media Matters is. Media Matters goes and listens to some public figures. It's going to happen to me. If I ever get big in any way, you better believe Media Matters is going to go comb through my reddit history and find some fucking post i made on the red pill but they're ne- you in know it's 2012 great. and it's gonna be you know they're gonna screenshot it and it's gonna say isaac simpson hates women and you know i'm fucked
1: what's great is they'll never listen to this because they'll just be like oh,
0: oh we this, can't even
1: <laughs> too much work
0: if you make your podcast bad enough even media matters can't even the guy who's supposed to be listening is just gonna be like
1: oh. we're collected by a shield well it's yeah, yeah, yeah. like i always say about podcasting and this is this is why I think this is safe. Is it's very, very difficult to pull out of context stuff from a podcast because someone all you can get is like a little sentence, and there's a difference between written and audio that just makes it too hard to pull out of context and have people believe it. Right? People are because like, it's so. What it's, else it's like, is way there? The right, I know right, how right, I talk. Yeah, I know yeah. there's other things surrounding that. Right, yeah. What were they saying? Well,
0: what's really happening? Yeah. And that's, and that's why people shoot themselves in the foot with Twitter, because that they basically clip themselves.
1: Yes, you know? you're self-clipping, yeah, you're and self-clipping, then, yeah. as has happened to people we know, and I'm sure, uh, if you're going to get in trouble, it's going to be on Twitter. That's yeah. where it's going to happen. I yeah. think Reddit is even too difficult for people to, like, comb into. Yeah, but well, Twitter- I've,
0: tried to, I've tried to clean my account. My account's very, I'm not, I don't even try to be anonymous, because it's. I've had my account for so long. And I'm sure if you went back to like eight years ago on there, you could find some crazy shit and but it's so hard to go back i've like tried to go that far back, but it's just too it's like t- it's right. too much work yeah so and this is why the entire the media matters model is so fucked up because it's just like take people for what they're saying now, you know you can't dig something up somebody said forever ago. Like what happened to Joy, the black woman who like wrote an anti-gay blog, and like oh Joy Reid, fifteen years ago, and now she's you know,
1: I don't know if it was that long ago.
0: Whatever. Um,
1: yeah, I mean people can evolve. You you can't. I mean Obama was against gay marriage, as they always point out, but that was clearly bullshit that he was saying for political reasons. And
0: I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. He was not in favor of gay marriage when he was elected president in 2008.
0: God, amazing how, how fast times change. Yeah.
1: But that was kind of Obama's central problem is that everybody knew because he'd said he was before and then suddenly he's not when he's running for president. And so it's like, well, we all know you actually are in favor of this. And if you said it, it would be politically useful to your allies. But there's just that – the problem with the Democrats is always there's just that fear Oh, just, you know, I might lose this segment of people, so I have to kind of hedge and give an answer no one is satisfied with. Yeah. Neither neither end.
0: The Democrats have a really bad hypocrisy problem right now. They, they have, like, a glaring hypocrisy issue that I feel like the neocons had the same problem
1: in, like, the 90s-ish. What is the hypocrisy problem that you're describing?
0: You know, d- just... There are so many things that the Democrats are hypocritical about um you know racism um uh, a lot of the things about immigration, a lot of the things about um climate change there's so much brazen hypocrisy on that side because there's so much positioning and there's still this sort of outdated boomerific ideas that they're having that don't resonate anymore, that don't make sense anymore. So they don't, they don't land anymore, you know? And the rhetoric that they have is just so full of holes that you can drive a truck through that people just get more and more fed up with it, I think, you know? And because it's just so easy it's so they make it so easy to poke holes in in the shit they they're talking about, well the you know? problem
1: is the the democrats still to this day in a lot of cases although it's finally dying a little bit i mean democrats are always hedging and they're always trying to i mean the perfect example is like 2004 when john Kerry was running like george bush absolutely needed to be defeated in 2004 that was a huge election because the iraq war was going off the rails and he had just done so much damage to the country. And the Democrats were like, well, what we need to do is we need to kind of create our bizarro Bush. Uh, someone who has, like, military experience yeah. because Bush has wrapped himself right. up in the military. And blah, blah, blah. And they tried to, like, create this thing that would appeal to Republican voters because he was a Vietnam vet, and he was decorated, and they thought right. that was like going to peel people off of the Bush coalition. But they didn't understand, like, no, it wasn't. Those people didn't actually give a shit that George Bush was a military guy or not. He played dress-up as a like political thing, and his fans loved him for it, but they didn't give a fuck about that. They weren't yeah. going to look at John Kerry and go, oh, this guy's a Vietnam vet. He's legit you know republican voters don't actually care about the military in some uh, situations well, it's very uh, it's very politically expedient um, depending so what well, the Dem- that
0: is, but, right but military definitely i think the military tie in is appealing to some voters.
1: only if you're a republican they don't give a fuck if there's a military tie in if you're a democrat it's only it's only helpful if you're a Republican. I, it doesn't do anything good for you I as Democrats. Yeah, I,
0: I see being. the point you're making. Yeah, sure. Like it's it's
1: like it would help you in the primary, but it wouldn't help
0: you correct. If, in the general. Like McCann. if it's
1: if you have like military guy, although it didn't help John McCain. Um,
0: wow, well, that know. was a weird situation.
1: Um, so uh,
0: John McCain just didn't.
1: I don't know. Well, you talk about two thousand and two thousand and eight? There's yeah. two different John McCains.
0: Oh, I'm talking about the. Uh, Oh, I see. You're talking about 2,000.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. So the, the problem that the, the Democrats had was they weren't being clear about what they were for. They weren't saying, listen, you know, I mean, like what was jo- John Kerry was originally voted for the Iraq war and then he's the nominee and it's like, okay, you're trying to define the party as being against the Iraq war and your nominee is someone who said, uh, I was for the war before I was against it which is absurd. And this is the problem that they have, is they're always hedging. They always think they're going to get somebody by doing this dumb bullshit, but it doesn't ever work. And I think that's what voters are often rolling their eyes at. And that's why Obama won, is because Obama had very clear definitional sense of what he was about and what his vibe was, even if it wasn't 100% true. Um, but
0: Why do you say it wasn't 100% true?
1: Well, he was just more of a hedger than uh, it made him out to be. He just kind of... He you know he talked about hope and change and all this yeah, stuff but, he but didn't actually do there's a lot of compromising there was a lot of, <laughs> there like, a lot of you know there, yeah. he policy
0: was, wise I can't think of one thing Obama did
1: I mean Obamacare, yes, but Obamacare was just the ultimate yeah, compromise it was, right,
0: right exactly Obamacare was I respect him for doing it and I get why he did it and it was good it was at least a step in the right direction but that's all it was was a step
1: yeah because well, he was happened. so worried about appeasing right. these Republicans in the Senate and in the House of Representatives that were never going to come over to his side anyway so he just made trade-offs that didn't eventually matter
0: well and he didn't actually right he didn't actually have much substance it seems like like there wasn't really a whole lot he was kind of like what i feel like is going to happen if when biden gets elected which is nothing you know it's it's just nothing's going to happen it's going to be like all right everything just kind of you know the globalists are back in control uh, this deeply entrenched sort of old-school, neoliberal, uh, deep state that has been occupying Washington forever, the corporate interests, blah, blah, blah. What is what is Biden going to do? Is Biden going to address any of the issues? I saw his interview on... Uh, Colbert. Colbert. And it was great. It was a great interview. Biden appeared really together. He said inspiring things. He... Answer the questions. Colbert asked him really good questions. Yeah. It was like a a really good interview. It was like a, a, you know almost emotional, but the so from like a heart standpoint, it was great, and it made me think, oh, Biden has a real shot. But he didn't fucking say anything. Yeah, <laughs> like like by uh, Colbert asked him straight up, like, okay, yeah, we both hate Trump, and at least I at least like that Colbert admits it.
1: Well, yeah, I don't. Um, I, you know. I don't think there's any secret of that no, Colbert he, is not a Trump hates fan. Trump.
0: And, you know, they both correct, you know, or not correctly, but they both identify Trump as the problem. But Colbert asks, asks uh, him a very good question where he says, okay, but, you know, uh, there were reasons why Trump got elected. <laughs> what are you going to do about any yeah. of those? And Biden has no, no answer. Yeah. He just goes, oh, yeah, racism. We got to stop being racist. And it's like, dude, that's no, it's not going to work, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, like, hey, neoliberal fucking people, fine. You want to control the world. You want to, you know, have it be rah-rah globalism, no racism, fine. Fucking do it. But it's not working. The reason why people are mad is because you're not doing a good job. You're not doing the job you're supposed to be fucking doing. That's the doing. danger
1: of, that's why I'm very down on Biden yeah. um, as the nominee. Uh, I'm very worried that he's going to f- just kind of skate to get it just because all these old people in the democratic party are like i miss obama and this right, is the yeah. closest thing yeah exactly and, but it's such a yeah and, and right. for, but for him i'm like it's too late he's not i don't think he has a shot against trump i don't understand people that think that he does well, that's polls though
0: i mean you forget, but, polls used to be a very powerful thing for
1: Trump. i think that the polls are i mean i don't want to i'm not an expert on these things but to me it feels like it's just people that assume he's electable they're like oh I think other people will vote for him. Therefore, I want to vote for him, which is the John Kerry problem, too. It was the same fucking thing. John Kerry and Joe Biden. Th- I mean, th- this makes me crazy because I've lived through this twice. And I tell people 2004 and 2012 were the same election. Mm-hmm, right? That's a shake dick. It was the exact same thing. You had a an incumbent who was fairly unpopular and hated by the other side. You had Bush and you had Obama, right? So the solution that the opposing party came up with is like, what's the most electable type of guy that we have? And in 2004, it was John Kerry, Vietnam vet, longtime senator, yeah, 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 yeah. overall a decent human being. And in 2012, it was Mitt Romney, right? Former governor, looks like a fucking president. Yeah, right. Um, not too right wing, but is able to like sing the right wing song a little bit and get those people on his side. And they're like, this is going to be the guy. That we peel off other voters with, but it didn't work because they didn't articulate their vision at all. Well, also it was,
0: Romney's a Mormon, which I think freaks people out.
1: I think so, but I, I don't really think that it hit him that that deeply, and and I don't think that he wasn't elected because of Mormonism. It was just because people like what, like, what are you bringing to the table this year? Yeah, and that's what I think is going to be with Biden. Is it's going to be like, you know, hey, remember how stuff used to be? Let's it'll be that again. We won't have a crazy person tweeting. Yeah. And but there's no like substantive thing there. And would I, you vote for him? For Biden? Yeah. I mean I would because I think Trump is damaging the body politic and right. he needs to be removed. I wouldn't be thrilled about it. Right, but you'd do it. I wouldn't give money to him yeah. in the primary and I I would prefer almost uh anyone to be the nominee over him, even the evil Pete Buttigieg I I would go for. It's not going
0: to be Pete Buttigieg.
1: I don't. I yeah, agree. Every,
0: everybody is insane who thinks. No, I don't. I don't
1: possible. think that he would actually. But if if that it's was so, the funny, choice. All the
0: rich L.A. people that I find myself surrounded by constantly all love Buttigieg. Like he's the like, like the wealthy the wealthy liberal donor class of L.A. loves right. Buttigieg because I think he's the only one that.
1: He checks the boxes. He checks the boxes exactly, and, like, and he well, he's white and he's young and handsome uh, and he speaks well. well I don't but think he's- they care about the white thing. But they don't, he's, they don't care about that. But they do like secretly, like they're performatively. They
0: just want to win, right? Yeah. And I think he reminds them of somebody that can. He's like very anti-Trump, and that he's very pro. He's he's, a, he's a, got a great rhetoric, yeah. And all them, all these people are, since they have tons of money, are terrified of any actual risk, so they don't want the actual leftists in there they right. they hate bernie because yeah. they're like oh fuck i'm gonna have to like not have six it, houses like i said you I, know i, I and, wouldn't
1: prefer yeah. Buttigieg as president but as i would prefer him as the nominee against trump over biden i prefer almost yeah, yeah. all of those people over biden because i just don't think he's got it and i think that so you think the polls are just wrong i've uh, I think that once you get down to the general election between Trump and Biden, Trump is too good at what he does. Yeah, and he will take Biden apart. He'll make fun of all the fucking Biden shit. Yeah, the bloody eye, the 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 telling a weird composite story. He's just too good at picking that shit out. And you and you need somebody that's just going to be impervious to that. Like, what is what is the attack that that? I mean again I I think I'm in the tank for Bernie so I'm a little I don't know that I'm the most unbiased on this but what is Trump going to say about Bernie that is going to matter Right yeah like it's, what can right. you do what can you really like, say Bernie is 100% Bernie. himself and there's not going to be any, he's like yeah I'm I'm a fucking socialist all yeah. right let's Yeah
0: Bernie definitely owns his, but, his himself the most Bernie's for sure the least phony of any of them Yes Yeah Bernie's honestly like <laughs> It's so funny that he's gotten sort of shuffled off the stage a little bit. Well, it's
1: very weird. Because, uh, this is the thing, is that he has so influenced the Democratic yeah. Oh, yeah. Party platform. Like, the amount—history will regard him as incredibly influential, even totally. if he doesn't make it, as incredibly influential the yeah. Democratic Party, because they all looked at him and they said, okay, our last milk toast nominee didn't win against fucking Donald Trump. And this guy had a huge amount of passionate support. And they all, I mean, just looking at the things they're about. Can you imagine in 2012 or 2008, like the things that are being discussed actively in the Democratic Party and at the debates? Can you imagine those like being on the stage Yeah. yeah. in 2012? No, he's completely towards- changed
0: the discussion so that yeah. the two big and the thing is, I completely agree. The two biggest problems in America right now are health and college debt. Yeah. And I would say that without those two things, people would be so much better off. And Bernie has shifted the conversation to make him about those two things. And that's why I love Bernie. I mean, like Bernie for me is like the perfect candidate, but it's so funny that he is not the guy.
1: You know, it's like he so clearly but should be, he was but he's never not. going to be the guy because the establishment doesn't they want can't him. They can, hey, they can't take because it. If, right. if he takes yeah. over the I mean, the shit's
0: actually going to change. You it, know, they're they're actually going to lose a lot of power if, they, if he gets in there. Yeah. If
1: you're the Democratic president or you're the Republican president, you control the party. That that's why I remember predicting like Trump stuff in an old, old episode that we did way, 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 way back when. And I, one of the things I was like, I was like, well, he's going to have trouble with the Republican Party. They're not going to follow him. That was such the dumbest fucking prediction of all time because I didn't understand the thing that's very clear in politics. As soon as you become the president, you dictate the mood of the party. That's what George W. Bush did. Uh, that's, what all, that's what Ronald Reagan did. That's what almost every president like just dictates how the party functions for years and decades. Like the reason we had a, this neoliberal party is because Bill Clinton was successful in 1992. Yeah. That's right. why the and Democrats. That's sort of where it went. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he was, that was sort of his vibe, but he was very globalist, very like, I'm no. going to pardon Mark Rich type of like, I'm down with the sort of dark shadowy global money type vibe the clintons were very into that yeah
1: so yeah bernie's never going to be somebody that's embraced and it's everyone else is easier for people to get behind elizabeth warren well judge warren
0: Warren is bernie just with a vagina and that's why anybody likes warren and that's what's so fucked up is that warren could sink bernie right because so many if warren wasn't there all of those ultra leftists would vote for bernie but that, that's why Bernie will maybe not make it, because, because of Warren. And that's why Warren won't make it, because of Bernie. Yeah. Whereas all the moderates will just vote for Biden. You know, There's nobody else up there that they are going to vote for. You know what I mean? Right. So, I don't know, man. The Dems might be fucked. I, 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 it's, I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I still have no idea. I, I could vote for Trump again. It's possible. I'm not a never... I'm not a never, <laughs> never Trump. I'm a true swing voter I really am and I I get the anger I don't I'm ready to be done with Trump I'm really ready I don't I'm sick of it I I don't want to talk about it anymore I don't want it to be this polarizing thing I don't want him to be up there saying you know it being about his latest tweet every day I'm so tired of that I want to like actually get past it and if he's not going to do anything about healthcare or infrastructure or any of these uh he's not. Th- you know things that we actually need to do right I mean I like tariffs but if he's not gonna do anything besides, you know, just be a showman, then I really am ready to move past it. But I'm sure as fuck not voting for uh Biden Harris. That's for sure. I mean I would vote for maybe Biden Bernie or something, but
1: yeah, They won't have Biden Bernie. They should. Yeah. Cause I mean-
0: then they then they definitely win. But it would it's probably like I still think it's going to be it's like it's like the right wing nightmare scenario
1: it's like Biden dies Bernie becomes president Bernie dies then Nancy Pelosi becomes president (laughs) (laughs) just a nightmare for everybody yeah god Hey, it's plug time. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do a few plugs real quickly. Uh, Join our forum at nahf.boards.net. We have some fun conversations happening there. Not really, but, you know, if you join, it'll be more fun. You can email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. Call our voicemail line at area code 213-262-9544 and leave us a message. Again, that's area code 213-262-9544. Subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and write us a review on iTunes, pretty please. It's so helpful if you do that.
0: Yeah, and do all those things and don't fucking text me. Yeah, leave Isaac alone. Do not text me your thoughts about the podcast. Yeah, send them to the email or post
1: them on the forum and we will respond there and it'll be great. Right. Uh, and then my social media is all Funzaroni, including my website. You can follow me there. Thank you. How do you spell that? F-U-N-Z-A-R-O-N-I.
0: Funzaroni. Funzaroni. why is it that?
1: Uh, it's a name I picked ages ago, and now it's too late yeah. to go back.
0: Funzaroni. Uh, you can find me at IsaacSimpson.com. That's my website. Uh, It's a portfolio website, so it's a lot of my work uh, in the advertising and journalism and brand creation world. But uh, you can also find ways to contact me there. Um, And also, uh, I don't really do socials, but you can find me on Medium. That's probably the best place to to find me or LinkedIn. I enjoy being LinkedIn. So just LinkedIn Isaac Simpson and you can uh, talk to me there.
1: That's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Don't text Isaac. <laughs> <laughs>